Investor's Edge with Gary Kaltbaum. Straight talk about you and your money. Now from the BizTalk studios, here is Gary Kaltbaum. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kalp. I'm your host. Hey, thanks for being with us today. Glad you're here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It is uh, Thursday, July 1st, 2021. Uh, Monday, we'll do Best of Gary. Uh, have a great July 4th weekend. We will be here tomorrow. I, I must tell you, the thing that hit me the hardest today, before we even get going, by the way, what we're going to do today on the show sector by sector, what we are seeing, what we are thinking. As many areas of the market we can do in the time allotted. But the, the one thing that hit me, hit me, the first responders are now speaking out in Surfside, and one of them, the, the lead person came out and said, when we first got here and started looking, a woman's voice was calling out for help. And we kept trying to speak to her and speak to her. And then no more voice from the woman. Uh, he would not say anything about the conversation. But I was just thinking, it just hit me. All day today, just thinking that. That these people were just sleeping and this occurred. Anyway, um, a lawsuit after lawsuit is now being filed. Um, it's still search and rescue, but I guess they're going to change that sooner rather than later to recovery. And um, they had to stop today because they're worried about the rest of the place uh, bowling over and now the city of Miami is now uh, on alert to all these buildings of age and I guess everybody's going to do a once over or twice over three times over in all the buildings I spoke to some of my friends who live in Miami and uh, I should be anywhere actually and that uh, their boards are already meeting and going over things and making sure and uh Sometimes it takes a tragedy like this to get people uh, cracking. Anyway, that's just uh, I, I heard that this morning, and I have been sitting here at my desk watching the deer go by, took another video, posted it on Twitter. But all I was thinking about is that one thing today. Somebody was alive underneath all that, and then... All right. Okay, no more morbid. Uh, I'm Gary Kalpam. This is Investor's Edge. Serious talk on you and your money and everything that affects it. We do markets, the economy, jobs, unemployment, taxes, deficit spending, scams, shams, corruption, you name it, we cover it. Tomorrow, I believe they have the um, employment, the fake employment number. Uh, the uh, polling of 5,000 businesses tell us how the, uh, exactly what's going on. And remember what we think of polling. It's a huge industry and so full of crap. Just remember all that. Oh, a poll says that the country believes this. Yeah, there's 200 and some odd million adults and a poll of 5,000 people. Tells you what the country's thinking. My arse. 
Think about that. They're trying to sell you on polling of 5,000 random people when there's 200 and some odd million people out there in this country. And then it's, it's so much fun to see inside the polling when they do the political stuff. Well, 64% were Democrats, uh, 32% were uh, Republican, and the rest is independent. And they're telling us that they like the Democrats. Yeah, no kidding. Just remember, ladies and gentlemen, there are so many scams going on, foisted upon you by the politicians, by the media. They try to drive an agenda on you, tell you what it's, what's supposed to be, and they're just full of crap. That's why we always tell you here, just do your homework. Seriously. Don't believe. I'm not going to say who. But there's somebody very close to me. All they do is watch MSNBC and CNN. And they come to me. Did you hear about the Republican Party and what they did? Did you hear about this Republican and that Republican, this and that and this and that? No, I didn't hear that. Well, this is what... Just do your homework. I'm talking to all of you. Remember, this $30 trillion of debt now brought to you by all of them. There really is no difference between any of them. You do realize that, right? Gun control? Obama was president for four years, two years, with unfettered control. Did he do anything? No. So they talk a great game on that. On the other side... We are defenders of the citizenry, the Republicans say. We are. We want balanced budgets and uh, efficient government. Trillion-dollar deficits under Trump. I, and I can go on and on, back and forth. Just don't believe the, any of them. Somewhere along the line. I, I don't know if it's me or somebody else. We've got to get both sides, people of the country... And recognize what they're doing. Just a gargantuan con game. And they try to tell you, that you know, oh, we're this side, but that side. They're on, all on the same side. You know what the side they're on? Trying to get reelected the minute they get elected. That's all. Just remember that. It's not hard to figure out. How do you think some of these politicians are worth 20 million bucks on 180,000 a year salaries? How do you think that happens? Anyway, as I said, we're going to go sector by sector here uh, and, and just walk you through a, a lot of things throughout the show. And if you do not get this radio show in your city, we will post it at GaryK.com. Uh, also at GaryK.com, you can follow me on Twitter. Just press the button. Uh, we will post also at our site uh, all these podcast apps that take the show also and whatever else. You got that? And you can email me, just be nice. And you all being nice. Everybody now is respectful and nice. We love that. Where's my buddy Jason in Texas? Jason, reach out. All right. Let's start. 
and then we'll do the market wrap later. First off, the Dow of importance, 30 stocks, uh, has basically done nothing for, uh, let's call it uh, two and a half months. The good news, it's range bound and back above the 50-day moving average, but it is now flatlined, which is okay. Because for a while, the Dow was hurting things. But then Nike reported earnings. And just so you know, in the last five days, Nike is up the equivalent of uh, 25 times 160 Dow points. So that helped. Uh, Home Depot, which was under pressure, we told you recently, we thought it turned the corner back above the 50-day today. That helps. United Healthcare, another one that was under pressure, hanging in there almost trying to get back above the 50. So some of these names that were becoming an anchor, better. The S&P 500. New high today. And it's doing it slowly, which I don't mind. And it's actually up on days where it's not so great out there. Why? Whatever the makeup is of the S&P 500, is working right now and as you know some of the real mega cap names are helping out at this juncture uh, the Nasdaq um, near the new highs broke out about seven days ago out of a five-month range and has done nothing wrong since then uh, the same for the Nasdaq 100 the uh, Russell 2000 Pretty much range bound for uh, one, two, three, four, going into the fifth month, one, two, three, four, fifth month. But nothing wrong, just range bound and above the 50-day moving average. Uh, the mid cap 400, not as strong as the small cap, the Russell, but range bound. So with the big indices, the worst I can say about some of them are range bound and that's okay the transports though the good news I think it's trying to put it in a low after correcting about uh, 10% and we'll discuss that in a second and what we're gonna do today is sector by sector what we're saying thanks for being here I'm Gary this is the one only investors edge Time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Hey, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Coldbaum. It doesn't get better than this. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. So the transports, the good news is that it looks like it wants to turn back up. Uh, the bad news, it's trading below the 50-day moving average. A lot of the names are not in great shape here. But 9%, 10% corrections in a transport is not the biggest of deal. 
but we've been telling you about the rails and the truckers and things like that. I think there's a chance here they're putting in a low. What we mean by that is just stop going down and they bounce up to what extent we don't know. Whether they turn back into leadership, we don't know. But it's good to see they're getting final, finally defended. So there's your transports. So we're walking you through some of the bigger areas. Uh, now let's narrow it down into everything else. Uh, the semiconductors. Had a bad day today. Not, not a very good day at all. Down uh, 50 today, uh, about 1.5%. Not, not a big deal, but still down. The semiconductors broke above the high of April in the last couple of days. Today, some of them broke back below the high of April. Doesn't mean the end of the world, but typically when you break out a range, you want to see it stick, and maybe it sticks tomorrow. And I really haven't seen anything untoward except... You know, some of my favorite names like Lamb Research down 17 today. I, I don't want to see that. KLA 10 core uh, down uh, 13 today, breaking below the 50-day. don't want to see that. The strongest name, ASML, down 11 today. Don't want to see that. So uh, we'll put that in the uh-oh category, but still okay. The financials. As we have been telling you, they're trading below the 50-day moving average. They've been weak. The good news, it looks like they want to hold in here also. So after correcting, uh, let's see, the regional banks corrected about 11 12%. We'll see. But they're trying to be done off the pullback. And the same for the big banks. Most of them are trading below. So they have work to do. But it's good to see the financial stick to a certain extent. And of course, in the last three weeks, we had an 1,189-point drop on the Dow, 1,149 up. And this week, to the tune of better, but. And of course, the maniac at the Fed has upped his amount of money printing. Boy, oh boy. Uh, all right, that's another day. So that's good to see on the financial front. Metals and mining. I follow something called the XME. It's just one of these exchange-traded funds. The bad news, trading below the 50-day. The good news, last couple of weeks, maybe trying to hold. Really no oomph yet. And as I go through individual names in these metals and mining area, and it, you know, the copper, aluminum, all that crap, eh, it's lost its what we call its leadership. And still suspect at this point in time. The airlines part of the transports eh, bouncing they were up today how's that uh, not a fan at all 
and possibly that has to do with oil, higher oil prices, or just that they ran their course on the opening up. Uh, we're still 21% below the highs uh, pre-pandemic at airlines as far as business. And there is a question how much business people are going to travel going forward. Answer still unknown, but not a fan of the airlines. Uh, the same goes for the uh, cruise lines. Just not acting well. Just not acting well. Uh, the hotels. Eh. Not the end of the world. They've corrected 10, 15 percent. And have been dead money now for about five, six months. So not really harming. Uh, definitively not helping. Again, we're on this travel-related stuff at this point in time. And, of course, the things like Expedia, booking holdings, and the rest look like the rest of that travel. Nothing going on. At all. Moving back on financials, it's not just the banks and the regionals, but uh, insurance companies. Better but. They were hit pretty good. Uh, they're bouncing now off of the Fed. Uh, we watch travelers very closely. It's in the Dow. Uh, again, we can just say feels like they don't want to go down anymore right now. Which obviously has helped the market. Housing. Uh, we mentioned a couple of days ago, we thought with rates really coming down that maybe they'll rally up after correcting. And, and that's what's going on. But we'll give it an EH. Eh. They're, they're bouncing. But by any stretch of the imagination, no real leadership qualities. And when we use the term leadership, breaking out and busting out and getting going and leading markets. Notice all these areas, none of them are leading the markets, a lot of them in recovery after that 1,189-point drop. What was that, three weeks ago it started? Same goes for the rails and truckers and the rest of that stuff. Energy. Uh, oil prices are up strong today, and energy stocks. First off, the oil services, the OIH, which is the weakest of, holds the 50-day moving average, but is now down a percent from early March. So more or less range-bound, not leadership, but hanging in there. The bigger oil, which is XLE, a little bit better, but same thing. Hasn't moved since March. And the ascension is no longer from, uh, let's call it, 8 to 2 on a, on a watch. It's more like uh, horizontal with a little edge to the upside. And the XOP, the oil... Explore is better than both. That's the strongest of the energy. Up next, 
other areas. Sector by sector today. This is the one only investors edge. Listening to America is talking. Investor's Edge. He's got to be pleased with that. The crowd is just on its feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. With Gary Coltbaum. Comes highly recommended. You're going to feel better if you talk to him. Uh, by the way, off the subject, um, you, you know, we um, we can't stand any of them, but we said yesterday this whole thing with the Trump organization and his CFO getting arrested or whatever, it's a complete r- railroad job. The indictments are a joke. And everybody that I know and in the industry and attorney-wise think they're an absolute joke that all these kinds of things they're indicting for and and CNN and MSNBC are wetting their pants over is usually settled quietly and calmly. Oh, you didn't pay taxes on a car used by business. That's the big crap they've been uh, spent three and a half million bucks on of taxpayer dollars. Now I got news for you. What, you're supposed to pay taxes on that. I don't take any of that uh, as write-offs. I got a home office now. I don't even take that as a write-off. And they're wrong if they didn't do it, but I, I, I watched this for ages. I watch everything. It's a joke. It's a railroad. They're doing it because it's Trump and they get headlines. And they're calling it second degree grand larceny. Give me a break. Give me a break. Anyway. This is what we mean by the fixes in, and just uh, this is government picking winners and losers and choosing good and bad and who they like and who they dislike. And same goes for the media. They blacked out the whole Hunter Biden story before the election. It sucks. Got to stay on the good side of these worms. Or else. And remember, I can't even... Trump's... It's just that the playing field is a joke. And I read through some of the stuff today. What? And I spoke to some attorney friends of mine and some tax attorneys. They were like, this is nothing. Now, if they show more stuff, that's a different story. But anyway, just... uh, It's a shame. We've turned it into just one gigantic, uneven playing field. And and now the Marxists run the joint. 
Yay. All right, back on point. We mentioned energy. No great shakes, but held support. First line of support. And we'll see if they gain the leadership again. Don't know. We're all for it. So those are a lot of the main areas. I can go through utilities, sure. Bearish. Not big bearish, but bearish. Sitting down at the 200-day moving average. And, and actually surprising because as interest rates come down, they should do better. The uh, What we call the recession-resistant areas. Food, drugs, beverage, household products, tobacco. Bearish. But not overly bearish. It's bearish patterns. Not even down much from the highs, but just topped out. Uh, the industrials. Um, not bearish, just not bullish. Just another one of these things that are range-bound, that are trying to improve over the last couple of weeks because of the Dow rallying and all that fun stuff. Uh, the caterpillar slash deer. Bearish. But now holding. They were going down, going down, going down, but then the market held, got the rally. So better, but no leadership there. See what we're doing? These areas that are now bouncing, there's really no leadership. They're just bouncing. That's the best I can tell you at this juncture. And that's why when... I look and see, okay, we, we, we hit new highs on the S&P, but where are all the new highs in the market? Well, it tells you that it's a very narrow, big cap-ish type names uh, that are doing the trick. In the Dow... While we got you, in alphabetical order, going from the bottom to the top, Walmart, dead money, just dead money. Uh, Walgreens, topped out and bearish off their earnings today, really broke down today. I get all my drugs there. Visa, no issues. Slow boat, but no issues. Verizon, dead money. United Health, hanging its short-term support and holding in there so far pretty decently. Travelers, as you know, the insurance been under pressure, trying it here. Procter & Gamble, paint drying. Nike, already told you, the big gap on earnings. McDonald's, don't like the burgers, very good fries. Um, okay, no harm, hanging in there, range bound, uh, in the last 10 months, no gains, but no harm, uh, Merck, dead money, Microsoft, strong, and keeps going up on absolutely excruciatingly low volume, 3M, Rallying back up some with the market. Better. Uh, Coca-Cola. 
dead money. No harm, but just dead. Johnson & Johnson, no harm, just dead. No gains last six months. Uh, J.P. Morgan, got hit hard, uh, rallying back up. Still down about 6 7 8% off the highs, but okay. Intel, really dead money. IBM, in spite of their crummy numbers, hanging just above the 50-day moving average. Honeywell, uh, up 1% in the last seven months. Trading below the 50-day. Home Depot, better. Rallying back above support. Goldman Sachs, strongest financial. DuPont. E-H. Eh. Disney. Really no help. It is down from December. Uh, Caterpillar, mentioned that already. Chevron Oil. We'll give it an okay. Cisco. I'll give that a good okay. Hanging in fine. Salesforce.com. Better. Needs to break above 250 for another leg up. Boeing has is down 2% from December and has continuing issues. Amgen. How do I describe Amgen? The stock has done nothing since... Uh, December of 19. American Express, strong. And we finish off with Apple. No gains from last August, but no harm. And without a doubt, the last three weeks, quietly ascending back up towards the old high of January, which was 145, it's 137. So better. There is your Dow 30. A lot of not much going on. A couple of really good, maybe three. But a bunch better. Drop 20 points, rally back 10. Major downtrends in the Dow, not much. But a lot of dead money in there. And that's why we don't talk the Dow that much, though it's easy to watch. Why? Takes me 30 seconds to scan 30 names. Up next, today's market wrap. Much more. I'm Gary. This is the one and only Investor's Edge. Listening to. What are we waiting for? Well, what are you waiting for? One, two, ready, go. Investor's Edge with Gary Kaltbach.
Alright, a couple of more. The coins. Regardless of the scummy, sleazy, slimy tout artists, the coins remain in a bear market. Last Tuesday, you had one of those washout days. The bounce so far has been about as anemic as anemic can be. Could go higher near term, but remains in a bear market. The coins. Seriously. Be very careful. And if the washout gets taken out, we suspect all hell will break even looser. Why? We just add up the little dots. And that is, we've been watching all these leveraged idiots, these tout artists, these shills. We know, we have an idea about where they bought all their coins. And then touted you after they bought. And then told you they're never going to sell. And it's going to 100,000, 200, 500,000. It's just the beginning. Well, I can tell you they're all taking Maalox and Xanax right now. And they're getting calls from the people they're managing. How am I down 50%? If they are not lying and they haven't sold, if that washout day gets taken out, oh, they're going to be selling. Or they may be forced to sell because when you're on leverage and you go deeper into the abyss, you get forced out of your positions. Because every dollar of loss is $2. So the coins remain in a bear market and you know our stance. We were telling you when it was going up, when it topped out, and now this. It is a classic bubble of epic proportions brought to you by Wall Street. And we suspect, and, and by the way, it should not be a reach when you hear this 2,000 of these freaking coins. And I don't know if you know this, but Mark Cuban that came out with his own coin. It went to zero overnight. Do you hear anybody talking about that? By the way, one of my favorite 20 minutes of my life is I was in the green room with a few people and Mark Cuban at Fox. Got to speak to him for 20 minutes. It was terrific. Anyway, we suspect there's going to be some forcing out of this. And we just think when all said and done and we go through the big bubble blow-ups, 90% of those coins are going to drop 90% or more. Seriously. No, really. And we heard El Salvador came out and said, oh, we're going to accept Bitcoin. No, they're not. Not if this continues. We'll look back on this and bubbles. That's all. Remember, we have that dog crap analogy here. It could have been dog crap. It could be a leaf. It could be anything. That's what bubbles are.
But today's market wrap brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim Rohrbach, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man. You're either in or out of the market with his proprietary indicators. Go check it out, investment-models.com. Dow up 130, S&P up 22, NASDAQ up 18, NASDAQ 100. Only applied the socks down a juicy 50. Yeah. A transport's up 196. Today was a stuff day. The stuff. Oils had a strong day today, right out of the get-go, a gap to the upside. Transports had a strong day. Remember, these things are just recovering from corrections. Not big corrections, but corrections. As I look at my stuff screen, better day for financials. Nothing spectacular, but better. Uh, Commodities, uh, I'd say 60% green. Uh, Housing, housing housing-related was green. The insurance was green, the airlines were green, the stuff was green today. Remember I said defense stocks? Defense stocks were green today. What was weak today? Semiconductors. And I have to tell you, we're always looking at new things, what could cause this and that. I'm really trying to get in my mind fundamentally the shortages, and you know, there's massive shortages in semiconductor chips. How will that affect them? And I'm not sure just yet because the semis are at highs. I would have thought the shortages would kill these stocks. But it hasn't. Uh, Growth today weak. And a lot of wicked action in growthy names, news-driven names. Roku today down 24 bucks after being up nicely because Apple's going to be on Roku. And just I saw a lot of 10s, 11s, and 12s, and 13s, and 5s, and 6s. And mind you, we've been saying on a lot of these stocks, they need to develop. They've been coming up the right side. Maybe it's good that they're pulling them back now. Uh, Solars were weak today. You know, I now have about 75 IPOs that came public in the last three months. They got smacked today. I do want to say Krispy Kreme just came public again. It used to be KKD, symbol is D-N-U-T, and it came public much cheaper than expected. They thought it was going to be 23 bucks. It came out at 17 and finished up three and three quarters bucks today. I haven't looked at their financials yet. Their donuts are pretty damn good. And I know this other one came public, uh, DD Global. Have not looked at their financials either. That is the Uber of China, the Uber and Lyft. I'll, I'll, I'll be looking at, at those closely. Um, but I, I'm seeing a bunch of three, four, five, sixes, and sevens on my screen on a lot of these uh, IPOs recently. And remember we told you there's some of these IPOs with no sales that they bought up well. VERV down 12% today, no sales uh TSP down eleven and a half percent, no sales. Uh be very careful. Just remember, when we go into a bear market, any company with no sales will drop ninety percent plus. Seriously. How do we know this? Well, we've studied what no sales companies do in every bear market. And I must tell you, companies with sales, even good sales, that lose money, they'll get crushed too. 
because in bear markets, valuations do matter, and you will get greed to fear. It'll go coast to coast from extreme greed to extreme fear, and that's what takes massive valuations to the upside all the way to the downside. Stay tuned. We're not kidding. And again, we've studied every bull and bear market thousands of hours. But we're not there yet. That said, see you tomorrow. Have a great evening. Drive carefully. And when you get home, do like we do. Hug your family. Hug your children. Pet your dogs and cats. Somebody told me to say that. You'll feel better. They'll feel better. Need a little more of that, don't you think? Have a great day, everybody. And say a little prayer for those affected and the families affected in uh, Surfside. Until tomorrow, good night all. Take care. This has been Investor's Edge with Gary Kaltbaum on BizTalk. To listen to past episodes or to get in contact with Gary, go to GaryK.com. That's GaryK.com.